you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty boy? Mia. Mia, I hear you fucking idiot! Your little sister's being raped in hell! Hello and welcome to Rose Tinted Review, the show where every week we pick something we feel nostalgic for, we then revisit and review it to find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose tinted glasses. I'm your host, Connor O'Keen, and I'm joined as always by my good friend and co host, Michael Gervaz. Michael, how are you this evening? Podcastus, Rose Tintum, <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> No! <laughs> no! We've been possessed by the podcast demon. We have to do a podcast again. There's a camera on a t- two by four flying through the woods somewhere right now. <laughs> this week, we are hitting up the 2013 uh, remake, reimagining, requel, whatever you want to call it, of Evil Dead uh, in celebration, uh, preparation, I don't know. The new one just came out this month. For a massive plug to our Patreon. For a massive plug to our Patreon where we'll be talking uh, on the blind spot about Evil Dead Rise, which I was immensely excited for. And it it had me nostalgic for this one because Evil Dead 2013 was one that I went into the cinema incredibly excited for um, and had a fucking blast with. But... Getting ahead of myself here. The film, of course, directed by Fede Alvarez in his directorial debut. Fuck, and that's a that's a big one to start mm. with, man. Re reimagining a like an all time you know classic fan favorite cult masterpiece, possibly the the most successful B horror film. Yeah, you can imagine it's a massive like blessing or a curse. You go, oh yeah, wow, like I've been do, given this opportunity. That's huge, but if I mm. fuck it up, I'll never work again. <laughs> exactly. He also co-wrote the screenplay with Rodo Sauerguez. I uh, probably did a fucking awful job of pronouncing that. So sorry. The film stars Jane Levy, Shiloh Fernandez, Lou Taylor Pucci, Jessica Lucas, and Elizabeth Blackmore. And more or less follows the story of the original, uh, a group of... Young adults uh, go out to a cabin in the woods and uh, shit gets all fucked up. I mean... Gets a little possessy. Gets a little gets a little bit possessy. They, uh, they discover a creepy book bound in flesh and uh, make the mistake of reading aloud from the book. Kunda. Estrada. Montose. And uh, all hell breaks loose. So, yeah, as I said, this was one that I went and saw when it came out in cinemas here. This was a funny one, actually. I remember there was a while where Australia um, wasn't getting many. We would get, you know, The Conjuring and those kind of big, broadly appealing horror movies, but we would not get a lot of smaller horror movies screens down here and Evil Dead was one that didn't get a wide release down here the 2013 Evil Dead did that not get a wide release unbelievable Cinema Nova in Carlton was the only theater that was showing this film and so I went and saw it with friends I, I think I think if not opening night opening weekend and had a fucking blast it was a packed theater uh, just being a part of that experience was like god I, I was I was 
uh, grinning watching it this time, recalling just that how uh, fun and, and visceral a first viewing that was. And uh, I went and saw it a second time with another friend and, and yeah, had, had a blast both times. Have watched it a, a handful more times since on, on Blu-ray since it came out on home video and uh, considered it a, a very solid entry into the franchise but haven't revisited it in I'd say a few years at this point. So I was curious how how I was going to feel watching this one, especially uh, having just watched Evil Dead Rise. And I won't share my thoughts on that, but I was keen to see how how they compare. And I got to say, I am relieved that to to say that I feel as though my nostalgia uh, holds up <laughs> under scrutiny. I think this is a very solid movie. I think as far as horror remake recalls go. This is up there. This is a genuinely effective and, and good horror film uh, on its own in, in its own right. As a reimagining, I think it's quite faithful and uh, manages to be fairly in keeping or, or quite in keeping with the the spirit of the original. You know, albeit for a, a modern horror audience and and with uh, a more a modern horror sheen. How about you? Have you seen this film before? What's your history with this I one? I haven't seen this from? one, although it's funny. I, I've mentioned many a time that I'm, like, not the biggest horror person when you've you've done horror picks on this podcast. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've done Evil Dead 2 on the podcast, like, going back in the, in the teens of the episodes, uh-huh. and I would have said it then as well. And then, funnily enough, uh, now when I think about it, I go, oh, this is, like, the only Evil Dead film up until the new one that's in the cinemas, it's like, oh, this is the only one I haven't seen now. <laughs> like, I've seen all the rest. Wow, wow, okay, cool. So it's been a very long time since I've seen The Evil Dead. Uh, like, remember it well enough, but that was mm-hmm. very early days of my me getting into, like, proper horror, I guess, because it's it's a little bit of a contradiction to say, like, I'm not much of a horror guy, but Alien is probably, like, my favourite film franchise of all time. And yeah, some people sure, would be sure. like, well, that's got so much of the same DNA. But for some mm. reason in my head, those movies are a little bit scary, but I don't really see them in the same as these horror movies when it's, I don't know, maybe there it's it's like gore fest, slasher. Uh, like, you know, I, I lump this stuff in with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hills Have Eyes, yes, Saw. Yes, yes, yes. Like there's, a, there's an element of torture porn there that uh, the Alien yes. franchise never really did. And seeing The Evil Dead that early on, I had heard the name. I was like, I got to see this. And I watched it and I was pretty like disgusted, but not in the good way of disgusted. I was pretty much just like, this is fucking, this is, no, this is uh, not, not for me. No, thanks. <laughs> in in what way? Like, when you saw the original, were you disgusted by the gore or by the general uh, schlockiness, the lack of polish? I like, think it was definitely, I think it was definitely the gore. Uh, okay. Not not so much. I didn't don't remember thinking like, oh, this is really like uh, amateurish or it's got a lot of schlock to it. I just remembered it being like very much torture porn for me, where I yes, was like, this is sure. reveling in it way too much, and, and this is just really like, yeah, yeah. yeah won't yeah, somebody yeah. please think of the children? But I, <laughs> but I watched it all, and and I've gained much more of an appreciation for the genre as a whole through a lot of your recommendations and. Mm-hmm. You know, we Evil Dead 2 wasn't like an absolute favourite for me, but I feel like I can sort of have a bit of a better understanding of that uh, to, to tackle this. And yes, yeah. from what I can recall of the original, this one is, yeah, pretty successful remake, like you said. Very 
in keeping with the franchise, but especially the original because Evil Dead 2 is when you really add your, like, Looney Tunes slapstick yes. stuff in there and then this is kind of lacking that. Um, and yeah, for a little yeah. while I was thinking, like, where's my... Oh, I didn't think I was going to say this, but uh, like, where's my Looney Tunes horror? But then I, I remembered, oh, no, the first one plays it pretty straight. Even schlocky that it is, it, it plays it pretty straight. Yes, the 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 first one, um, Bruce, Sam, and I think like Robert Tappet or something or someone watched, uh, a, 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 I might get this anecdote slightly wrong, but my recollection of, of watching interviews upon interviews that's okay. We're not we're not doing an episode on the Evil Dead, so you can get no, that exactly. So that, I can get that, that anecdote right. wrong, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it doesn't sure. matter because it's not sure, sure, sure. It's not strictly uh, material for this episode. Yes, yes. There we go. Um, I believe they they saw a drive-in screening of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and were like shocked by the movie, but also by how much the audience was eating it up. And they wanted to basically capitalize on that. Go like, well, fuck it, let's let's have a go at that. Let's let's make something like that. And so the original Evil Dead is trying to like it's it's uh, not necessarily trying to be funny. It can't help but be funny in parts because of the people who are making it and mm. their influences and where they're coming from. But it's trying to be le- a legitimately shocking horror film. And mm. uh, I I remember it um, uh, scaring me when I first saw it when I was you know fifteen, fourteen, or fifteen or so. And being disturbed by it and and, and uh, grossed out by it in the ways that I think were were intentional. Mm. Um, the the pencil in the in the ankle is always a always a highlight. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, in in that sense, this film uh, succeeds where the original probably can't help but fail a little bit for modern modern audiences. Yeah, I think like it, your general kind of horror going punter. Not necessarily a, a, a diehard fan of the genre or someone who really loves the legacy of these movies, uh, like that that kind of audience probably isn't going to get a lot out of the original Evil Dead. It's going to come off as kind of clunky and yeah, yeah, shocky and and cornball. Considering you hear about when they did like an anniversary screening of The Exorcist, which is a hundred percent was taken seriously and was a legitimate like striking horror film at the time. My dad still still can't hear the word The Exorcist without shuddering. <laughs> and then they did a like a 30th anniversary screening and people were like laughing and like they just thought it was mm. dumb and it's just like, yeah, it totally didn't hold up. And so I think, or for like you said, it didn't hold up for the, the random horror punter going yeah, to movies. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. The, the Evil Dead wouldn't have done that and then this one does succeed in that. I think it's... it's uh, you got a good track record with remakes when you pick a movie that isn't like absolutely perfect in every way to start with. Mm. So mm-hmm. you can you can imagine some places to improve on compared to some movies like Psycho is a mm. an a, like a famous one where it's like this is an Alfred Hitchcock film. Everybody fucking loved it. And then Gus Van Sant does a remake of Psycho and it's nearly shot for shot the exact same movie because it's like, well, how do you improve on it? And they mm. don't try to improve on it. They just make the exact same film almost identically but shot in colour mm. with, like, not as good performances. Yeah, yeah. With less charismatic actors. And people go, what was even the point of this? Yeah. Where, yeah, even from my distant memory of the original, watching this one, I went, oh, this is, like, this doesn't have hollow, soulless horror film remake feel to it. It feels like there's a bit of vision here and uh, they actually sort of understand 
the source material yeah, and they're yeah, doing their best general, to, genuine love for it yeah. and yeah it of course helps having um uh Sam Raimi, Rob Tappet and Bruce Campbell on as producers. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of getting their their blessing. Mm. And so, yeah, there was quite a few things that I went, "Oh, this is ambitious or this is interesting or even essentially having the same scenario of the the cabin in the woods scenario but going, "Oh, but we're actually here for a a uh, what do you call that thing? Like a like a like a detox detox of this junky sister. Okay, may my friends and family witness this act—an irrevocable promise to my commitment that I promise not to touch this shit ever again. And then that immediately goes. Oh, this this gives some interesting like levels to this now that when shit starts to go funny to start with, we're given better excuses for why they might not catch on or see it as weird exactly. to begin with. Yes. And so I yep, was really yep, digging yep. that aspect. I think um, yeah. brought yeah, a lot I, of I really uh, credibility to it because there's that, um, I forget what the quote is, but it's along the lines of like, uh, you, you can't expect like people in a horror film to like know what genre they're, of movie they're in. Mm, 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 yes. Yeah. And so you go, oh, if you found like a, a trap door to a basement, most people would just be like, uh, uh-uh, nope. I've fucking seen a horror movie where, but, but you don't, like most people who are actually in a horror movie don't realize they're in a movie. And so they don't no. think that there's going to be some sort of possessive demon or, or a chainsaw wielding maniac that's going to do the most ridiculous, grotesque things to them. Yes. And yeah, yeah so yeah. there's like, for the most part of this movie, it gives them a lot more credibility of going like, okay, no, there's reasons why we don't think we should trust her because she's tried this detox before. Yes, yeah, yeah. They do a good job of kind of making these who would be in like a, a Platinum Dunes remake, um, you know, your, your Texas Chainsaw 2003 or whatever year it was, yeah. that sort of film, um, a disposable, you know, teenager, air quotes, taking those sorts of characters and making them like mostly likable, quite likable, if 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 not at least like sympathetic, definitely uh, sympathetic for sure. And that means that when scary shit starts happening, you you do care and you are kind of it makes you squirm even more. Mm. You're not necessarily, uh, I don't know, just waiting for them to to get it and reveling in it for the wrong reasons or like reveling in it without any horror. You're just like, yeah, fuck you, get out of here. And and like you say, the the backstory stuff with like the the mother being um you know having died and and presumably uh, from you know something to do with dementia, um drug prob excuse me drug problems with the sister, um tensions between the brother and sister because of the mother and tension between the the friendship group um means that I don't know there's believable tension and reasons for people to behave how they do and doubt the things that they do. You know, the nurse being kind of uh, pissy because, uh, like, she, she feels a bit inadequate as a nurse. Like, that's a, a very small, like, thing, but it, it makes sense when mm. when later on, you know, she's doing her best to look after Thingo and um, look after Mia and they're like, shouldn't we take her to a doctor? And she's like, I've done exactly what they would do at a hospital. Like, you understand why she's urging them to not cop out and take yeah. her away for, for more than, like, one reason. It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, when I first started watching it and they're like, they rock up late and they're introducing each other and they're like, don't, the friend group doesn't seem on good terms. I'm like, 
why the fuck are they coming to a cabin in the woods for a holiday? And then very quickly we get the actual reason why and you go, oh, that's why. And Mm. at first, yeah, even like the like, oh, my God, I can't believe you came. And I'm like, I'm thinking from the premise of the original that it's like, what? what? Why wouldn't he come if he said he was coming on this holiday? And I go, oh, that wasn't bad. Like overly expositional dialogue that actually made sense. Cool. Yeah. And then I was, yeah, pretty on pretty on board with it. Baby. We're uh, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Um, the way this movie starts out is pretty fucking spectacular. I love I love the opening of this movie. Mm. Um, I, I straight out the gate, I love the look of this movie. The, the the way the trees look in those opening shots, the kind of like fog and um, on the upside down trees, the upside down trees, oh, but like yeah, stunning shot. I don't know. It's it's got this really like high contrast. Look, it's I don't know, um, saturated, but not in like a Wes Anderson kind of playful way. It, it makes the blood like just this really uh, horribly vivid red. It feels like a like a horror comic book brought to life. I really, really like it. And that that opening bit where they've got the girl on like tied to the post. I remember being in the cinema and you know being kind of like, oh man, this is really intense. And then when she's like. Uh, you know, I will rip your soul out, Daddy. Like you could feel everyone in the cinema go, like, here we fucking go, like, <laughs> yes, dude. And then when he looks up and she's like got the eyes, sets her on fire, and oh man, like, yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> I feel like it does a good job of like starting things off, going like, yes, this is a, this is a modern movie. It's maybe darker tonally than you were expecting if you were looking for Evil Dead Two kind of. Uh, schlock. If you're looking for if you're la- laughing deer that are you know heads on the wall of hunting yes, trophies, yes. you're not going to get you're not going to get puppets in this movie. Not quite. No, no. There's a distinct lack of puppets, but you are going to get like it, it is an Evil Dead movie. It's still got this kind of. Um, uh, I, I kept trying to think of what is it that they what is this line that they managed to walk so finely, and I, I think it's. It's a mixture of glee and dread. It's like gleeful dread or dreadful glee <laughs> at any given point. Like you can kind of jump between the others and it's in e- it's almost in equal amounts. I agree with how it, I like how it looks. I th- like there's a couple of the posters look a bit too shiny, like modern horror. And I was like, how is this going to look for mm-hmm. a schlocky evil dead? Is it not going to, is it going to seem tonally wrong? But it's a. I like yeah, which which posters are you referring to? Because I I remember seeing um, the main poster that I remember seeing for it being the like the shot of Mia from behind with the the most terrifying film you will ever ever experience. Yes, yeah, all in uh, red across it, all in all in red. Or there's there's two different versions. There's like a red version with yellow text and like a kind of white off like sepia kind of one with red mm. text. Um, I don't know which one I like more, but I remember like feeling that was so striking. Mm, and yeah, uh, yeah I no, there's a lot of good posters uh, for this film. I kind of hate the Blu-ray art for it, which is like Mia um, in the trees or, or like tied yeah, up getting, in like, the, the trees. And stuff. Yeah, it looks kind of um, I don't know, like just a, a still taken from the movie. Oh yeah, but I would. I, I would prefer that. something. I, mind, I don't mind it. I, I think it looks pretty good. I think it's a mm. bit of a like a striking sort of image. 
I think the the pose uh, it mimics the artwork of the like yeah that's out true of the ground that's true stuff. yeah it does so it, it gives does. me those vibes yeah I guess I would like it more if it if it looked kind of drawn you know painted like the the original to some degree then sure I think it, it, it's yeah. like yeah there's still one look that's for it. a very Mia is standing there like holding a chainsaw and the other four are like below her and there's like a big like yellow moon behind them. Ah, right. Yes. Yep. And, and it's like really just like, ah, uh, nah, nah. No, absolutely not. And I think that that may be like a fan poster or something as well. There's a lot of that uh, for these movies. Yeah. They really inspire the fans to go hog wild with um, their own designs. And mm. some of them uh, some of them are fucking great. Some of them you go, oh, my God, I wish that was official. Uh, and some of them you go, ooh, don't quit your day job. Tell you what, I said I haven't seen this film. The only thing I knew about this film previously was the excellent logo for the remake. Mm, yes. Love love that design. Yeah, yeah, very fucking good. When you when you told me we were going to watch it, I was like, finally I'm going to get to see this movie with this great logo design. <laughs> I like having the opening. It's like not not super necessary for like plot of movie because it's like, yeah, sure, Necronomicon, evil, possessive spirit or whatever, but it is nice yeah. to see like a little mini intro and at first you think that they're the bad guys capturing her and then you go oh no she's actually the possessed one and they've Mm. got this ritual going on and they've sealed the book and sealed her and they've sort of succeeded and then when our main cast finding Mm. the 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 book under the in the basement like Mm -hmm. in the original or like in the second movie instead of it just being oh this random trinket and stuff you go oh like or, or having implied that it was there for some reason or how it got there, we sort of know. And you go, oh, okay, cool. This is what they've come across. And, mm. yeah, you're, you're getting a little teaser of this is why you don't fucking read what's in the book. Yeah, totally, totally. And and um, I like that as, like, starting things off with a bang yeah. um, and then kind of bringing things back down and very slowly ramping things up to a point, uh, like, to the point where... I mean, basically, from from when the door flies open and Mia's you know screaming and she's like, "You're all gonna die here," all bets are off. It's it's mm. like nonstop. Um, so having that that twenty or so minutes after the intro to uh, acclimatize yourself is is good. Yeah. Um, something about that scene though that uh, bugs me a little bit, um, and they do it a couple of times I think in this movie. It's a little bit of a Dark Knight Rises thing where he's like, oh, something was burnt here. And they show a flash frame yeah, of the yeah, girl getting yeah, burnt. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. well, who's that for? For the dumb guys. Dumb-dums. For the, the guys fucking dumb-dums again. got to the cinema five minutes late. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, it's like we literally but, um, just saw that. It's, it's the only other thing we've seen in the movie. Yeah, it's annoying to me because uh, the the direction and the editing and and um, everything about this movie on a technical level feels so uh, confident and effective, and that feels like um, they didn't trust enough that people were going to get it. And it's like, no, 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 you do, you're doing really good. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I got a lot of. I think the the stuff I enjoyed the most was a lot of the technical things because it's still like not really my cup of tea. But I can mm-hmm. like understand that place that this type of genre of horror has uh, for people, especially this franchise. That yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah. I think they. It's not dog shit. They pulled it off. It's not necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. I think 
it sounds like your viewing experience was like pretty good. I think that mm. probably in a group experience, like you need the Peter Pan thing of, you know, have a little <laughs> Sam Raimi go, here you go, here are some horror enjoyers and they like yeah, sit, them, yes. sit them down throughout my house and <laughs> and then when they start laughing and popping off, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm going to pop off too. Yeah. <laughs> These yes, little orphans yeah. watching Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is the way to experience this sort of movie. It's, um, again, the it, it is so intense and it is fucking grueling. Like there are parts in this movie that I'm like this is fucking unpleasant like there are notes um in my in my note document for this that are like the the word no but like with a million o's <laughs> repeats a fair few times but especially in a group environment there's something really joyous about watching this stuff play out in a way that something like hostel that is you know, just as grueling doesn't have like yeah, those sorts sure. of movies. I can see that. Are fucking miserable. I, mm. I get nothing out of them. I feel like they're just uh, horrible and awful. Whereas this, there's something, uh, yeah, I don't know, like joyous. I think, especially with watching it with your friends and seeing like or hearing when they get like too grossed out by something, like what yeah, tickles yeah, each person yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and hearing those responses from them, I think, is like, yeah. Uh, would be like the best way to to view something like this. Yeah, going like ah, nah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, and and like you say, the 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 technical aspects of this movie, uh, it looks and feels modern and sleek, uh, but not sanitized, mm, mm. Uh, which I really like, and uh, and I love this. There's, there's something about, I I think this movie kind of leans into it being a remake and a reimagining. And almost like it, it feels like it's it's in on the it's not tr- pretending that it's not a remake or a reimagining. So there's all this like playful kind of foreshadowing, yeah, for sure, and stuff that emphasizes again that dreadful sense of glee or gleeful sense of dread because they know what this movie is, you know what this movie is. So they're going to show like the the um uh, the the electric the meat thing carver. carving the, the electric meat carver. They're mm. going to show this that and the other like. It's just fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I think that there is a, yeah, like you were saying, really technical, savvy, a fair amount of confidence, except for those couple of things where you go, no, you, you were doing fine, guys. You were doing real, real adequate mm. job of showing us these glimpses of things to come, but without it being like really on the nose, mm. at least for the most part. Like, I, I don't know, like the the girl seeing herself in the mirror all mutilated before she starts doing it and stuff is maybe a bit of just like a ah, jump scare, but yeah. I don't know. It happens so quickly, like right before she turns. It's not this. Yeah. I think it's it's all right. The meat carver, they're not like, oh, look at this meat carver. What's going to happen? Like they're, you're seeing like this meat get carved up and it looks kind of gross. And you're like, oh, what is that? And they're like, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, that's not, that's, that's lunch. This isn't, that's not the goal. <laughs> exactly. Go, oh, yeah, okay, exactly. cool, cool. That makes sense. And that doesn't, and they do a good job of not bringing that back until like enough time has passed and enough other horrific shit has happened that you've forgotten about it. <laughs> and then when it finally comes back, you're like, ah! <laughs> it's fucking great. And as well, like you were saying, hint, like nods to the original. I like that it's like she gets bit on the hand and oh, it's, it's so gross. The, the, the things that she like squeezes out. Oh, it's like, yeah. Oh. It's like little black. Puzzle beads or something. It's fucking, fucking gross. Dr. Pimple Popper, eat your heart out. <laughs> and then, yeah, she's got the great idea to cut her arm off because it's going real fucking 
disgusting and yeah, yeah and it's doing the kind the of squeaky and, like yeah bruce yeah. campbell yeah and so you go oh this is this is gonna be the like person that cuts their hand off like in the originals but it's like nah mm. not her that didn't work yeah i like that i i think um i like the ways that they kind of um subvert plot points from the original um or like you say, with the like the cutting off the arm and kind of you're, you're kind of waiting for it, going, "Ooh, which which character's gonna get this or fill this role, or whatever?" And and for some of them, I mean, for the most part, you think um, the brother is gonna be is is playing the the Ash role, but they kind of ultimately flip it, and Mia ends up being that that character. She ends up being the heroine. Yeah. Something that I remember not being sure if they were gonna do it or not is the infamous uh, tree rape scene. Yes. And I think they like they they keep it in, but not in a way that makes me go, oh, why'd you keep that in? Like, it, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's just, really fucking well done. Like, it's horrible. It's horrifying for all the right reasons. Yeah, But it yeah. doesn't feel skeevy or, um, I don't know, gross. Yeah, I definitely felt that about the original movie. The tree rape scene was the the thing that I was just like, that's a bit much, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. And again, yeah. It, it did feel kind of skeevy and like just a bit too, like they didn't cut away. They just like, they just kept showing it and showing it and like reveling yeah, it. And you're like, yeah, it feels, it feels kind of juvenile yeah. in the original. Whereas here it feels like this is meant to make you incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, so it's, it, it's effective at that. I... I still get chills when when that that scene occurs and the the like evil Mia is like screaming with her mm. when it cuts back to her shot. It's like oh, it's so gross. My reaction in real time watching it was like, oh, this is they're they're doing the tree scene, and then I was thinking, this is kind of cool and interesting that it's not as explicit that the vines are like wrapping around her hands and grabbing her or around her throat. Like, there's a little bit of wiggle room where it looks like it could just be kind of accidental and she's in a panic and mm. she's wandered into this thing and she's caught herself there. Like they don't a hundred percent read as like supernatural. And I was like, mm. this is a little bit tasteful. And then the rape still happened. I was like, okay, they, there's still tree rape, but, <laughs> but it, like that's the reason how she gets possessed. And it's like, okay, sure. Cool. Yeah. yeah like yeah. they didn't make it as it's still really gross and effective. But not mm. as like, oh, geez, they kept that in. And well, I mean, in, in the original, it feels almost like, why is this here? That's not yeah. how she gets possessed. Like, it's just a, a, a thing that they put in. It's just an idea that they thought this would be shocking. Mm. And yeah, it is. But it's in, in hindsight, again, it feels kind of juvenile and uh, not great. Mm. Um, whereas here, it's like, I mean, it's it's plot critical <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's uh, played straight faced enough for it to be appropriately horrifying. I, I think it's I think it's great. Definitely. Um and it's it's yeah, a fucking terrifying idea of like that being the mode of possession. Yeah. That being like the way that she gets possessed is like, oh fuck, dude. That's nuts. I love the look of there's a few shots just before uh when she first enters all of those brambles, there's like there's like a circular bramble and does mm. like a little like dolly zoom. In it, and I go, oh, that's really mm. nice. And it like changes focus while they're doing it. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. They that's, do a bit of that. That's nice um, framing. And then when yeah. she gets captured and she sees evil Mia, there's like a really good dolly zoom where you're like, oh, yeah. it's getting so close. You're like, they oh. do the parallax thing of like the, the zooming in while dollying forward or whatever, the yeah. Hitchcock thing. 
Yeah, it's really good. The scene after that where, you know, they get her back to the house and um, the brother goes to check on her and she's, like, on the bed with the lamp on the floor doing the, you know, the like whispering. So, yeah, the crazy eyes and the, the, the speaking like, so quietly. Oh, man, I love that scene so much. I love that scene so much that I tried to, like, recreate that or, like, pay homage to that scene in <laughs> a fucking goofy internet sketch. I, I, it's still, like, I still find that scene riveting. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that was the scene where I found me, uh, like, I could 100% believe her in this role because at first when I was looking up this film, I was like, oh, that girl's in it? Because I'm used to seeing her in a fucking, like, CW comedy show or it's right, like a fucking, right. yeah, like NBC show where she's playing, like, a 16-year-old who's, like, you know, a, a fucking, you know, sarcastic, mm. snappy, you know, wisecracking teen. And I was like, what? This girl yeah, was in the right. Evil Dead remake? Yeah, uh, but, man. But that crazy stare sold it for me. Fucking A. Uh, and then it's all bets are off. We're into it's it's like this visceral like home torture method quality that the that these sequences have, where all of the the methods of uh, you know injury, if not execution, are things that you could feasibly do to yourself in your own home at any time like just, oh, no. just her standing under the hot water Ooh. until it starts boiling her skin is like oh no 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 that was yeah that was really fucked up although just before all bets are off i want to go back because something that was a bit of a it's kind of it's like i don't know if this is much of a nitpick again if i was in a bigger you know group setting maybe yeah. um i could read the room better but the the friend who's like the teacher that's like supposed to be the academic and he's uh, reading uh, this book and he's like, oh, this book's witchcraft. You're like, yeah, it is witchcraft. And he's like, oh, it says don't read this. And he's like, yeah, it does say don't read this. <laughs> he's like, what's this scribbled on it? I'm immediately going to read this. It's like, can't. What are you What are you doing? Yeah, sure, 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 That's sure. the like the the thing that stands out the most of like the little bit of the people acting dumb in horror movie because yeah. for the most part for of movie this movie, happen. they really do a good job of not falling yeah. into that. And then it feels like maybe he's taking a bit too long to, like, fess up and come forward. Yeah. That yeah. it's like he's reading this thing and translating this thing and seeing these really fuck fucky images and stuff. And so for everybody else, when she says that crazy shit, they're like, oh, she's, you know, having withdrawal and she'll say anything yeah. to get out of here. And, you know, that's just how this is. And then when he, you know, immediately sees the, the drawing in the book that is like the tree rape. Mm. and they're saying, like, oh, she was saying that the trees were grabbing her and stuff. That's that's kind of the point where I feel like, no, dude, like, say something, and then he doesn't for, like, another, like, ten minutes or something, and I'm like, dude, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I, I guess the justification for that is that he is, like, he's an academic, and he, of course, he's not going to assume that this shit is real, you know, <laughs> off the bat. Presum like, it would shatter his whole worldview, uh, yeah, presumably. Like, sort he'd, he'd want to... I understand though it is it is kind of like classic person mm. doing dumb thing. Yeah. Like I wouldn't fucking read it out loud and I'm not I'm not uh what do you call it? Um I don't believe in the the supernatural but I I'd, I'd still be like <laughs> just in case. Yeah. I'm not reading that shit. Or um it's like a it's a smaller nitpick than with with Eric but with Olivia cuz she's the nurse when she gets all vomited on and then throws mm. her down the trap door and she's like 
her, she's completely psychotic. And it's like, you saw those yellow and red fucking possessed eyes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What, yeah. What level of medical psycho- psychosis and withdrawal from, <laughs> from fucking coke makes you, your eyeballs do that? Like, uh, come on. Heroin. Heroin. Okay. I'm sorry. I saw it's a okay. white powder and I assumed. I think it was brown powder. Oh. I could be wrong though. Um, yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. So I, those I couple can... little things where I go, no, that's the part where you go, holy shit, she vomited up tomato soup onto me. Yes, yeah, yeah. But but again, this is like a remake of the original dumb Cabin in the Woods movie. The fact that they're going to any length <laughs> to justify the actions of these characters and make them believable is, you know, a miracle. It is. Well, it's a, it's a I think it's a no brainer for how you improve. Uh, as a remake, I don't feel like any of the characters in the original movie were particularly interesting or even just like relatable enough that you can they can become sympathetic. Yeah, I felt like they were yeah. complete nobodies with no characterization. It was just like, oh, four people, we're in the woods. Yeah, ah, they're, they're fodder. Possession. Yeah, they're fodder. yeah absolute fodder. Mm. Um, so yeah, for the most part, it is good that they they do that here. Back to the good stuff. Uh, as as soon as Mia, like when Mia walks out with the holding the gun, mm. and the, you get that first like canted angle, I'm just like, yes, here we fucking go. Um, and then when the the door flies open and there's all the screaming, and she just before she's like, you're all gonna die here. You hear them sample like Evil Dead Two, ah, oh. which makes me very fucking. Is happy. that why Bruce Campbell is uncredited listed in? The cast or Did something? you watch after the credits? Oh, I didn't. I was wondering nah, if there was an after credits thing because they said he was is. in it and I was like, he's in it? What? Uh. There's a tiny little, like a little after credits thing where it's got um, Bruce Campbell in silhouette and he says groovy and people pog. Ah, uh, okay. And, that, and nothing came of that, but it uh, was cool. Okay. <laughs> cool to see in the cinema. And then we get into just, again, home torture methods. I guess the thing that makes it not hostile is in in those movies, it's people doing that to other people of their own accord. Here, it's like they're possessed, so it has mm, kind of otherworldly, mm. otherworldly um, angle to it, and they're for the most part doing this shit to themselves. Yeah, like when he walks in on uh, Olivia carving oh. her face up. Oh my god! As oh, god, effective because it's really gross sounds, and yeah. you kind of know what. Like they've hinted at what she's doing. Mm. So you're like, oh no, the glass. Oh no, the picture with the yeah. face ripped up, like cut off. And so then when you're hearing the weird, like fleshy sounds, you're like, ah, oh, no, don't do yeah, it. I don't want to yeah. see it. I feel like one of the worst aspects of that is just beforehand where she like stops still and piss starts running down her oh, leg. Oh, the piss is, and yeah, really two gross. Two things. It's very yellow, so she's very dehydrated, and that's no good. But there's also uh, there's something, I don't know, cruel about making an adult piss their pants. It, it, I feel the same about the, the Suspiria remake, the bit yeah, where the girl's yeah, getting all twisted sure. up and, and starts pissing herself. Like, there's something just, like, upsetting about that image. Absolutely. But I do really love when she stops in her tracks. That's mm. a really effective stop that makes you feel supernatural about it yes it looks unnatural it yes. looks so unnatural it's really cool i was like yeah, i like I, 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 I like gasp at that i was like ooh, and then she pissed <laughs> and i was like no <laughs> Give her dignity. Yep. yeah 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 oh one thing i will say and this is this is 
perfect timing um, because it's it starts in this scene. Your academic who who shits the bed and, and reads yes. from the book and stuff, he is punished for that for the rest <laughs> of the movie. From here on out, he is just copping it every which way and it's fucking brutal and so, like, by the time it's happening for the fifth time, like, in the, in the last 20 minutes of the movie... It's funny, like it, yeah. it goes from being like brutal. Like at this point, it, when he when she first like turns on him and starts stabbing him with the needle, yeah, um, in the eye and stuff, and you're like, like oh my his god, glasses. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's horrible. Uh, and there's something about him him slipping on the on like, the chunk of chopped cheek? up face, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, and like landing on his back on the toilet that makes me go like it. It actually makes me go ooh like. That, oh, when the wind visceral. gets knocked out of you when you fall on your back yeah, it's just like yeah. that side thing you're like oh man I know I'm getting old because I can sympathise way too hard with the dude slipping over in the bathroom <laughs> yeah, exactly. not being able to get back up <laughs> yeah 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 I, I like Olivia's makeup looks really fucking good it's a mixture of like good like you know makeup special effects and also CG mm-hmm. again really nice techniques camera work filmmaking techniques in that that ah. sequence with her stopping with the sequence with um the really close-up shot of him pulling the needle out like right below his yes. eye and then it yes. quickly changes to like a point of view kind of shot and it has this really quick focus pull from like the needle to her like yeah, leaping forward yeah, yeah and that was like a really it's like got really good momentum and and pacing with the editing as well yeah yeah it's it's relentless and then finally when he you know caves her head in with the the chunk of toilet and the the friends come in and he's been like, oh, she tried to kill me. And there's that, the shot kind of like pans up and reveals the 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 carnage in the bathroom. Mm. And there's this really bombastic sound sting of like, Bruh! I love that shit so much. I love the soundtrack in this movie. It's not um, it's not like I'm I'm humming you know bits of it back to myself or whatever throughout the day. But in the moment, it's just so effective. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'm not like reveling in the gore as much as when it's these like camera moves or cuts mm. or something that I'm going like, ooh, that really gave a good feeling of supernaturalness yeah. and, and it keeps yes. the energy correct and stuff yep. that, again, in a worse remake would feel soulless and being like, oh, they yeah. didn't they didn't try, they didn't have any creative ideas. We're here. It's, it's very cool. Like uh, later on when David goes down into the basement to find Mia, it starts with like some some like – wooden planks just like tipping over out of nowhere but then him mm. like looking around and turning around and looking back and forwards a couple of times the camera moving back and forwards and it kind of like quickly like moves in and out towards him and stuff there's it's this sort of like pulsating rhythm that is really really effective of going like oh it feels like i can like i can tell that there's like weird spirit in the room with him even yeah. though it's it's pretty much just like one prop fell over and then camera movements around an actor yeah that's yeah. really really cool that's, yeah that's that's kind of what the the supernatural element brings to the table is like you can have fun with the cinematography and get creative with how these sequences play out and really think about like okay let's let's make sure this this feels otherworldly and demonic and stuff whether whereas in you know i keep going to, to hostel as the the kind of Hostel can be the punching bag because it fucking bag, deserves it because it is <laughs> yeah. just absolutely miserable and unenjoyable. And I heard yeah. on a, 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 a podcast of a guy that I've started to really turn off of his opinions on a lot of things, but he normally does video games and then he'll occasionally talk about movies. And he was mentioning this one 
because of the new one coming out. Mm. And he was saying that like this movie like revels a little bit too much in causing pain to the people. Mm. And I don't agree at all. I think that it's a good balance of, yeah, it is like gross and tormenting, but hostile is that example of like, we're just reveling in hurting these people. And yeah. that's all the plot is as well, is people reveling yeah. and hurting those people. And there's nothing, mm. no other layers to it whatsoever. But I think because here we've actually got some characterization of these people compared to in the original Evil Deads, that we are sympathetic to them, that there is this uh, back and forwards of this is grotesque and skin crawling to watch, but also mm. I'm rooting for them to get out and not get raped by a tree. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yep. For sure. And after all of that, that grueling, grueling shit, like I, the, the, uh, the cutting the tongue with the, yeah. um, what do you call it? The Stanley knife. Oh my God. It's just so fucking disgusting and so demented and fun and fucked up and just great. Um, there's like, there's, there's something about, uh, like it was around that time of the movie where I was starting to get a little bit like too much with the gore fatigued yeah fatigued similar to like what i talked about with evil dead 2 in a way but here it's like when she vomits the 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 tomato soup on her it's really like thick and gooey and and stuff Mm. i was like that's just gross i don't want to see somebody with that shit in their hair and stuff (laughs) and then like yeah they're like cutting her her tongue by licking the knife i was like and then after that i think the the, the the nail gun and the um, I was gonna say yeah the nail gun is is pretty fucking nuts I think I wouldn't have minded that as much if I wasn't already fatigued by some of those other things yeah because okay. uh, it's not See, I feel like it's the- not as gory the nail gun it's just like it's, it's just a bit of back and forwards it's it's a little bit like oh she's gonna attack the shit out of Eric until David goes gadonk and hits her and then she's gonna attack the shit out of David for a while until suddenly Eric gets up and goes gadonk and hits her in the back of the head yeah sure sure. I think um, I like that sequence because uh, I, I do. I, I start to feel a little fatigued with just like the like. It does start to feel a bit miserable up to a point, but then the nail gun where she comes out of the shadows and she's got the nails sticking out of her face. It's such an out there design and like it is very cool distinct makeup. monster look um, that I kind of I, I'm back on board again. And then, but but that that sequence does kind of drag on a little bit. You're right, it is a bit like, you know, attack, 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 badonk, attack, 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 badonk, attack, attack, attack. But the attacking is so, so fucking horrendous. The, the again, Eric just copping it, <laughs> getting the nails. And when she comes at him with the crowbar and, like, smashes oh, his hand in yeah, half, like I'd forgotten about that half. completely. I remembered so many of the, like, key uh, gore moments in this movie and that was one I'd forgotten about until it was about to happen. And he puts his hand up. I was like, <gasps> no! <laughs> and then it comes down, caves it in half. Oh, God. For a second there, I wasn't liking... Because I was like, yes, this, this is what you need to do. You need to burn the fucking house down. And then David doesn't want to do it. And there's a little bit, I don't know, just a bit of him that I wasn't like, I wasn't like, yeah, I don't like you as like a Bruce Campbell hero man. Like I d- mm, don't mm. care about you I don't that buy much. Or, yeah, don't buy it so much, but also just don't care enough. Or I'll like, like him enough when he's like explaining why, you know, what he was afraid of or this or that. I'm like, mm. oh, that's enough. Leave that as like subtext. I don't I don't need you to explain that. Sure, I don't sure. actually care that much about you. But but then when he isn't going to burn it down, I'm like, oh, you fucking, no, fucking <laughs> stop being dumb. But then 
I do like that he goes, oh no, there's like three, it's a choose your own adventure book and there's three mm. options. Let's bury her alive. Mm. Uh, and that's really cool. The burying is awesome with her, like with the plastic bag on. Mm. And then he finally doesn't fall for it. Like everybody else is falling for it. They're like them turning back into the person being like, David, what's yeah. happening? And then it's like, he's like, nah, you're not her. And then they, it just like stops that act. Why do you hate me, David? I know you do. You left home. You left me all alone with our sick mother. And I was just a kid. You made me lie. Every time she screamed your name, I told her you were coming to see her. Like you promised. But you never did. Yeah, that that shot of her with the plastic bag, and it's like, mm. yeah, you just kind of can't see her face fully. It's like, oh, that was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, very good. A little bit confusing why he decided to put her in a red, like, final girl dress. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is a, a little bit confusing. There's a, there's a, like, it's a slightly weird relationship. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But, like, there's the bit earlier on where he, he finds her and you kind of haven't... Um, clicked that they're brother and sister yet but he finds her like sitting on the the thing and he's like he's like oh you're beautiful as always yeah she's like, you're a terrible liar and then it's like oh wait they're siblings and you're like huh. uh i was i was kind of confused what the fuck he was making i was like what the fuck is this and i was like oh homemade defibrillator defrib- defibrillator awesome cool that's yeah weird and who knows if it would fucking work but yeah who cares <laughs> like I, I dig it i'm i'm in it for that point yeah, and 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 wasn't he? He's like a mechanic or, or something. So yeah, you yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah. And that that whole revival scene is like strangely, but I'd say welcomingly, uh, or like it's it's a, a a strange level of sincerity for this movie mm. um, up to this point. But I would also say it's a welcome uh, dose of it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like it. I think the tree getting caught on fire is like really dope imagery and then when you mm. think that like her heartbeat's going away and that she's dying like the tree goes out mm. that's awesome um i was very skeptical when she got back up i was like is this still a trick is this still a fucking trick yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it isn't and so then we get to revel in the fact that no she's final girl it's not david you were yeah. right to not think he wasn't up to scuff because yeah i'm much i'm much happier with mia being the final girl and yeah, yeah, she does a fantastic job. Those few uh, gripes I had with that I've mentioned, I think they're all fairly insignificant when it comes to the finale of this movie because in Evil Dead 2, I was saying that I felt like I was so fatigued by the end of it that the finale didn't feel effective because they'd already blown their load with spewing blood everywhere that mm, when you yeah. spew, spew blood everywhere, it's just not that effective anymore. But yeah, the finale yeah. of this movie is so fucking effective. It's That's when pretty I was spectacular, yeah. Finally on board that there was like the amount of like imagery and shit that was going on. Uh, yeah, and yeah. gore. That's when I was like, fuck yeah, like screaming, yeah. like, yeah, this is so fucking tough. Like, holy yeah, the shit. The fucking flaming, flaming cabin with the raining blood. It's so great. And the coming out of the mud and everything is cool. Oh, I, I love that image. It's so, the so, hand, so cool. It's, it's mm. yeah, really awesome. And the, the the weird demon woman thing or whatever it was. I don't know whose body abomin- that's supposed to be. The abomination. 
just like, yeah, really like tall and long. So you get these weird shots of them like crawling or even when they're like walking back to the, the Jeep. You're like, oh, that's really tall and lean and weird looking. <laughs> and you still get uh, some great... I don't know. They they still put Mia through the ringer, and, yes, and it makes yeah. her ultimate um, victory all the more satisfying because she's not out of the woods yet. She gets the machete across the knee. Oh yeah! Oh my god, it's horrible. Um, the hand under the truck still makes me like shout out loud involuntarily <laughs> when she starts pulling on it, and it's it's like fraying and coming apart. <laughs> oh my god! And I was confused oh, for a bit because I was. When, when, when we first get Mia's revival, I'm like, oh, do we actually get a happy ending? Like, they're going to make it out of this? But mm. I was confused because I was like, they showed us the chainsaw in the tool shed. That's like yes, Chekhov's yeah. chainsaw for yeah. an Evil Dead movie. You can't fucking <laughs> show us a chainsaw and not use it. That's mm. like that's like the worst kind of homage or like throwback to the original. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, guys, remember this iconic thing? Fuck you. We're not going to do it. <laughs> uh, but then they do it and it's so fucking glorious. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, grueling that it's not, it's out of reach. So she can't go, all right, I'll cut my hand off with the chainsaw. It's like, nah, you're going to have to fucking reach yeah. it out and oh tear God. and pull and stretch the skin yourself. Yeah, something that makes that so tough as well is the fact that she goes right before doing it, she's like, fuck this, and just does it herself. And it's not this, like, horrible, like, ah, ah. She's just like, ah, fuck it, and just pulls. And then finally her, like, carving the, the abomination, oh. like, down the middle, the, the, the two halves still blinking up at her and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and the way that it, like, dissolves into the mud again. Yeah, oh. it's like it's swallowed up by the earth. It's it's, oh, it's so cool. i tell you what, I, I think I am going to give this movie a lot more praise than what I thought because mm-hmm. that, that wide shot of her shoving the chainsaw all the way through the head and just being like... <laughs> and just the body being like... And it's like a puppet or whatever, but they're just like... And it's raining blood and the fucking house is on fire. That yeah. is like... That one moment is maybe like the best reaction I've ever had to any of these Evil Dead movies of like, that's that's what they want you the reaction to be. And Absolutely, for most of yeah. the time, I'm not on board that heavy. I'm like, oh yeah, I can see... Uh, mm. there's there's you know some good qualities here or I can understand why other people would like this but it's not to my tastes and this I'm just like cheering me like yeah 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 you know I, to um uh I guess liken it to something that you do like it feels similar to some of the most like triumphant and and visceral moments in like a Resident Evil 4 sure, or something absolutely. like that you know yeah I can see that yeah well great I'm so glad that you uh got so much out of this this flick especially it being again a remake uh of a of a movie that you know you you, you've seen but you're not exactly enamored with it yeah i was thrilled to come back to it and still be so excited and you know put off by it in the best possible ways it's it's grueling in parts but gleefully so and yeah really uh auspicious directorial debut absolutely I really liked his, I think his follow-up was Don't Breathe, which I also really enjoyed. I feel like the last few things that he's made have not been as well received, which is unfortunate. He did The Girl in the Spider's Web. Right. Uh, which which didn't do too well. I felt like a fucking, like, I felt like a no-win situation. 
Yeah, the yeah, David I think so. Fincher I think they, they movie is so a, good, a and they went, "Hey, we're going to do another one of those." And it's like, wait, I thought David Fincher wanted to keep making these, and you like didn't let him do the vision that he wanted. And they're like, yeah, and and you know how there's like a shitty fourth book that's not like written by Larson. Yeah, we're going to get you to adapt that one randomly, yeah. the fourth in the series that's a sh- fucking shitty other, like, there's, yeah, there's this whole, like, um, controversy about the the family taking the right, the book rights back from the the partner that I think they weren't technically married and all this nonsense. Uh, so, yeah, it's just like, oh, so bad book material, bad film choice. Because is this guy going to be directing a new Alien film? So. Yes, I was going to say he is going to be. Uh, he's directing, writing, and uh, producing the upcoming Alien film. I'm tentatively interested. Yeah, I think man, he's got a lot too. more under his belt than most of the Alien directors did at that at the time. Mm. Uh, it was most like for uh, like most of them, it was like their second or first feature. Um, mm-hmm. This guy's done a lot more since then, but yeah, who knows. And, and not all of them were, they weren't known for like their horror stuff before yeah, doing yeah. Alien. Where this guy is like, yeah. that's very much his genre now. Definitely. So we'll see. Gives me a little bit of hope, at least. Yeah. Yeah, franchise. totally. Better than, anything's <laughs> better than Ridley Scott. <laughs> at this point, yes. At this point. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, sharing the podcast around helps us immensely. Uh, especially, again, with the the new movie coming out. It's perfect time to revisit this one and a perfect time to spam your friends who mightn't be sold on this flick. Let us convince them for you. If you'd like to help us out monetarily, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash rose-tinted-review where you'll get access to uh, all of our bonus shows, all of our bonus content, including the aforementioned Blind Spot where for the April episode, we will be talking about Evil Dead Rise. I'm very excited for that. You can also do the same over on Spotify if that's your preferred uh, method of giving podcasters money. <laughs> In the end, it doesn't matter. As long as you're giving podcasters money, that's all that matters. Yeah, podcasters got to eat. Links to our socials can be found in the episode description. You can hit us up on any of those. Uh, and tell us, I'd like to hear if you had to like look around your room or your kitchen or whatever, what, what implement do you think would be the most unpleasant to have to wound yourself with if you were possessed or, you know, do harm to another? I've got, uh, I, I'm seeing a a, uh, a stacked barbell in the corner. I feel like that could that oh. could do some, some serious damage. Tell you what, I'm going to keep it uh, very topical to the podcast. My pop filter is like a metal pop filter. Ooh. I feel like you could really get some... Try use doing plosives now and just jamming it down <laughs> someone's throat, <laughs> cutting open their mouth with this metal nice. fucking grill. Love that, Michael. What are we following this up with? Where are you taking us from here? A uh, little bit of a, a, a diversion, a detour from this into my teenage years. Mm. I know we both enjoy this comedian's work. Uh, we've done one of his movies on the podcast already. I want to hit up Ali G in the house. Oh, okay. You know what? Never seen this movie. Wow. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, this is this is one that has been uh, a blind spot for me for a long time. So excited. That's going to be fun. 
All right, well, join us next week where we'll find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. Baby, okay, let's not lose our heads, okay? With any luck, it'll stop raining in a couple hours and we'll be able to cross the creek in the morning and we'll take her to a hospital, okay? Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I don't know if you'd noticed this, but, but nothing has been fine. And everything's been getting worse every second. Mia? Mia, put the gun down. Put the gun down, please.